Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To every old and new visitor, you are equally welcome. Please check the three dots menu at the top or look along the bottom row until you see a cog or wheel icon. Click that and then click the word advanced or click higher quality and then you can increase the quality of the video that your device can manage, 720 or 1080p. Today I have a double prophecy from the Lord. It did not start out as a double prophecy. It was one word that the Lord gave me, I would say, slightly more than a week ago on August 23rd, 2021. Um, it was a very, it was a very harsh word. It is a hard word for the United States of America. And at the time it came, the pressure that the Lord put was so strong that he said that I should make a video for that word right away. He told me, do not wait to write it out and put it on the blog release the word immediately. But when I tried to release the word, there was so much uncharacteristic noise in my environment. There was an explosion of noise that lasted for hours. And even though I kept waiting for an opportunity to do what the Lord said, I was not able to. And so I finally asked the Lord if he would grant time. And of course, because he is gracious, he did. He agreed to grant time, but now the word has to be released. So as I was preparing the word, Yesterday, Wednesday, September the 1st, the Lord came to me while I was preparing the word and added more words. And that is why we now have a double prophecy. The title of the prophecy is a whole judgment, but the first part is called a whole judgment, a warning. And that is where we will start today. September 1st, 2021 is the date. The banner scripture that the Lord gave me is this. They come from a far country from the end of heaven, even the Lord and the weapons of his indignation to destroy the whole land. How, all of you, for the day of the Lord is at hand. It will come as a destruction from the Almighty. Therefore, every hand will be faint and every man's heart shall melt. And this is from um, a very serious chapter in the Bible, Isaiah 13, verses 5 to 7. And I have read the entire Isaiah 13 on camera before. You can find it on the blog. And in fact, there's a video for it called Isaiah 13, where the Lord instructed me to read out the entire chapter and to tell the nation of America what he is going to do here. If you read Isaiah 13, you will see that it is a chapter with serious judgments, punishments, and very few exemptions. And this is what these two prophecies called a whole judgment say. And so the Lord was saying to me as I was writing out this second part. So this is the second part that will come first says, be mindful of my coming. Tell my people to be mindful of the times for perilous times will come. Tell them to stay clean always and wait for me. Now the phrase a whole judgment is definitely the Lord's own particular phrase. And it means a complete and sound and well-balanced assessment from which nothing is missing. So a whole judgment is where you have considered all the facts and you have looked at all the excuses and you have stared guilt in the face. You've looked at all the exemptions and the extenuating circumstances. An extenuating circumstance is something that could make, for instance, if you were going to get a punishment at a 10, but then there was something or other that could support you or stand for you, the judge might bring your punishment down to a five or a six because of those extenuating circumstances. 
In a whole judgment, you've considered everything. So you've considered blame and you've considered facts and you've considered extenuating circumstances. You've heard every excuse and you have stared all the evidence in the face. And that is when you face guilt. After that, the judgment is given and the judgment from a king like God is perfect and lacking nothing. That is why it is called whole. Throughout the scriptures, especially in places like Psalm 9, you hear that the Lord's judgment is perfect, meaning that God really doesn't need anyone to argue their case before him because the Lord knows all the facts. In fact, this perfect knowledge of the Lord is why many in the church today have fallen into this um it is, it, is a, it is an illusion where we are told, no, don't judge, don't judge. Only God can judge me. The fact is that God will judge you. God will judge everyone. But God has also given us, the Christians, the right to judge with all righteous judgment, which is that Jesus said, by their fruit, you shall know them. And so when you see the fruit of something manifesting, you don't need to get into the root system to know that the root system is bad. And that, it's why, that is why it's producing bad fruit in a person's life. When we see these things, we have the full authority of the Lord Jesus Christ to move in intercession and to move to intercept the work of the enemy in someone's life. But Satan has convinced the church now that the church should be muzzled and that the church should be quiet. And the irony that we are left with is the accuser of the brethren, who is Satan, is now telling the church who has been given the power and authority to speak that they should not speak because they're being judgmental. But anyway, the Lord said in the early hours of September 1st, once again, this is no news. The Lord said that Russia will come to the United States. By now, those who are familiar with this channel know that it is a steadfast and repeating theme. If you are new to this channel and you have not looked along, uh, among the videos and gone to watch the entire Russia and China playlist, then I have to say you are doing yourself a disservice. The reason why is because the nation of America is under judgment and the Lord made no secret of it to me that the greatest of America's judgments, besides the fact that she will become poor, she will lose her international dominance, she will lose prominence in every single area that a nation wants to be well known and recognized in. So trade, industry, political power, social dominance being the center of the world's melting pot, culture, America will slump and slide. And the word that the Lord used is dwindle. She will go down and the Lord says that the end of this country will be irrelevance. She will become irrelevant. She will become what he called a mere footnote in history before she finally disappears. Disappears. When you hear me use the word disappear, please understand that I'm using it in the intended usage of the word. This nation will no longer be found at a certain point in history. It will be utterly blotted out. It will become, as the Lord has said, two tragic civilizations he uses to describe America's end. Pompeii, which was wiped out in a single day and had to be dug up as an archeological ruin and Atlantis, which also disappeared in a single day and to present day has never been found. So the Lord said that Russia will come here. And if you're familiar with this channel, you know that the Lord constantly talks to me about how Russia will be America's punishment. He says, the irony is this, America has sinned and America has been so arrogant and so proud and America has completely lost sight of what it means to be a masthead, it, what it means to be um, a bright flag flying in the firmament, flying the flag of the Lord Jesus Christ. And because she has forgotten who made her great, the Lord says that the people that America hates most, the people that they constantly are castigating and talking about in every form of news media in 
this country will be the people who finally administer her punishment. God says that Russia will come here to the United States for occupation and for war, and this is not a war that the United States will win. The information he gave me is that Russia will come in neat and highly trained formations that excel in face-to-face -face combat, which means that if the Russians were to meet American ground forces face-to-face, -face, as in infantry to infantry, America will be beaten because Russia is excellent in face-to-face -face combat. The Lord also says that they will come in through remote, remote warfare, which is warfare from far away using what I, what he said is technology and long range weapons. So I don't have any expertise in that. I do not know what those could be. The Lord said that they, the Russians will gobble the land. And as he said it, what I saw is a kind of sketch drawing of a soldier who was in a dark uniform could have been dark gray or could have been dark green but it was definitely a dark uniform and he had a rifle hanging on his shoulder he tilted his head back and he suddenly opened his mouth as large as a whale's mouth very unnatural for a man to be able to do that but he opened his mouth very wide and he dropped an entire cake into his mouth and swallowed it in a single gulp and that cake was america the Lord said that the Russians will work perfectly within and without using what he called Trojan horse techniques. That's where you have people working from the inside to allow those on the same team from the outside to come in. A Trojan horse is something from ancient Greece where one people wanted to infiltrate the highly closed up city of Troy. Troy was very well defended and there was just no way to breach its walls and its outer defenses. And so a military general came up with the idea of creating a horse with a hollow belly, a huge horse. And because Greeks love gifts, he decided that he would leave this horse on the shores of Troy and then take all their ships out of sight as if their army had sailed away. And so when the people of Troy came outside after a few days of seeing this huge, amazing horse, they said that it was a gift from the gods and they brought the horse into their, into their city. They shut the gates and left the horse right in the front yard, so to speak, in the main plaza. And then they had a huge day of feasting and celebration and fell asleep drunk all over the city. At night, a secret door in the belly of the horse opened and highly armed people dropped out. They ran to the main gate of the city and dragged it open and all the soldiers from the opposing army who had sailed away just a short distance sailed back, entered in. The long story short is that Troy was burning to the ground. It was always already halfway burning to the ground before the drunken, sleepy soldiers um, and military of the nation knew what had happened. And the Lord has often said that this silent takeover is what is happening, what will happen to the United States, and indeed what is happening, because God has said that the Russians are here. The Russians are already firmly planted in America and have been for generations, for decades. So if you're thinking that these reports that we're seeing of, oh, a sub was seen here, and oh, somebody flew over and they managed to detect radar, if you think that this is the start of the infiltration, you are completely wrong. In many prophecies, the Lord has said that the Russians have been here as part of embedded U.S. society for years. In fact, one time he said, they're more American than you. They're undetectable. They're blonder than you, and they look just like you, and you will never know them until the day that they unveil themselves.
And so God said that the punishment of America is that she will be taken from within by enemies and then her people will go to enslavement. I brought multiple prophecies of what the Lord has said that many, many, many of the citizens of this nation, because of sin, because of reckless living, and because they actively hate the Lord. If you're a believer watching this, you might be one of the many cocooned believers that I meet and that I get the opportunity to interact with. Many people believe that America is a Christian nation. This is one of the biggest fallacies that you can ever encounter in this country. The nation firmly believes that because it has churches and because it sells Bibles in Barnes and Noble and because people are allowed to worship without persecution, that this is a nation that loves God. But the people that love God follow the dictates of God. The people that love God do not change the laws of God. They do not create laws that actively fight against God and that drive God away from their midst. And so this is a place that judgment is resting upon and it will be a whole judgment, meaning that when God finally brings to pass many of the admittedly horrific and heartbreaking things that I'm always bringing on the master's voice, no part of it will be unjust. And so God says that people who are appointed to a certain end will go to that end. And I will speak more about that as this video progresses. If the video becomes too long, I will make this a two-part video. This first part is called A Whole Judgment, A Warning, September the 1st, 2021. And the other part will simply be called A Whole Judgment. So in the Bible, whenever there's a military defeat, not everyone is automatically taken captive. They usually take the higher echelons of society captive, the rich people, the, the artisans, people who have skill, they take the learned people, they take the teachers, they take the people who contribute to building a society higher. And so whenever Israel was beaten, her best and her brightest were always taken into captivity so that they could enrich other cultures. And who they left was the sick, the maimed, the poor. If they did not Put those people to death. If the protection of God over what we call the remnant was such that God did not allow them to be put to death, then usually it was the weak, it was the sick, it was the poor, it was the disabled. And sometimes in the case of Jeremiah, it would be the prophet that was left behind. In Daniel's case, he was a prophet, but he was taken into captivity as a young man and he never saw his homeland again. He died in Babylon. So the next thing is, we must understand that after military defeat, not every person will be taken into captivity and enslavement. Some will be spared, some will escape, some will make it, and some will be taken captive. The next thing that the Lord said to me is that America is Sodom and Gomorrah. This is the land of fornication and adultery, natural and spiritual fornication and adultery. So spiritual fornication is basically where you decide that you don't need God in your life and you basically cast God away by calling him many of the derogatory names. America has the most creative derogatory names for the Lord Jesus Christ that I have ever heard in my life. Natural fornication and adultery, and of course, is where you indulge in sexual immorality. And many are the times that the Lord has said that the people of this nation hate clothing. They hate to cover their bodies. And so a great part of the captivity will, that will come here is that people will be stripped naked. I have shared in detail, and therefore I will not go in detail into this, that many people will be stripped as naked as the day that they were born, and the sun will see their nakedness. And these are the Lord words. You will be naked in front of who you do not want to be naked. God says that because you are so sexually immoral, immoral and you cannot keep your body as the holy temple until you are in a mandated 
God-given marriage between man and a woman, a great part of the punishment that will come here will involve captivity and severe shame when men, women, and children are stripped naked. In one prophecy, I saw that Fathers were stripped naked in front of sons. Mothers stripped naked in front of daughters. Children saw their parents' nakedness, which is an abomination and a curse. When you gaze upon your parents' nakedness, and usually this is incest and other hateful forms of sexual oneness that God absolutely forbids in the scripture, you can find this if you've ever bothered to study Leviticus. This is what will happen here. And this is reminiscent of the slavery that took place in the United States where family members were stripped naked in front of each other and sometimes forced to copulate with one another to produce more slaves. And so America will be Sodom and Gomorrah, the land of spiritual and natural fornication and adultery. The Lord said that very few people keep themselves pure in this nation. Very few are actually able to keep themselves pure. And he emphasized the word able, and this is what it means. It doesn't only mean that many people in America are not interested in walking in God's ways and keeping God's laws. It also means that even within the church, the spiritual power and ability of the Holy Spirit to keep a person in purity is very weak because of the way that spiritual vessels in the United States choose to live in a very compromised state, saying things like, God understands, God knows my heart, as they continue month after month or year after year to sleep with a person that they're not married with, or as they struggle with same-sex desires and other things that are expressly mandated as not allowed. By the law of God, very few Christians actually possess the spiritual wherewithal, which means the spiritual muscle and the spiritual reserve to live in holiness and purity of their garments before God. The Lord says that America is grossly defiled by the activities of the citizens, great and small, young and old. Now, great and small simply means those who have wealth and small means those without. But young and old is a point that is highly contested whenever people come to the master's voice. You have to understand that if I read these things of myself, then it means that I have a very fertile in imagination. But if I speak to you by the spirit of the Lord and you cannot accept what the Lord is saying, it means that until the day of fulfillment of the things I bring to you, you will remain living in a captive bubble. And I emphasize captive where you think that your feelings and your understanding is greater than the word of the Lord that is coming to puncture that bubble. The Lord says that everyone in America who has offended against his law will be judged and that includes children. Everyone will be judged and tested, even the young, all who have understanding, even the children and the youth who have grossly lost their way while their parents constantly make excuses for them. Now, I, Celestial, share these warnings repeatedly about children. And the reason I share them repeatedly is because the Lord is always talking about them. But most people say, how can you say that? I believe that God will make a way for the children. In fact, some people out there believe in something that I've never seen in scripture before. And that is a special rapture for children. 
Nowhere is this biblical because in the Bible, when a country is under judgment, when a nation, when a people is under judgment, such as Egypt, such as Israel itself, even Nineveh, when they fell from grace and they sinned a second time and judgment came against them, as you can find in the book of Amos, even Babylon, even Pompeii, even Rome and all other modern nations that have fallen to military conquest. It is seen with the eyes that women and children are historically no exception to the torture that comes after military conquest. But here in America, people steadfastly believe that because it is America, God will use a different standard. And so I know that the prophecies I bring are very hard to hear and that they fall on different types of hearts, different types of soil. Some people constantly argue. Some people have nothing to say. Some people become excessively terrified and almost shut down. But all I can say is that whether you think the things I say are biblical enough or loving or not, not a word of them will change. For the Lord has already said to me that when I speak and he showed me and I shared it on the blog, the words go up like strangely rolled up scrolls, each one having a seal. And they sit in this basket that is suspended above in the heavens. Let me point the right way. It's suspended in the heavens. And I shared that in the prophecy called the iron decree. And the Lord showed me that the day will come when the fulfillment of the things that he has sent me to speak will come. And what I saw is on that day, the seals began to snap and they were snapping so rapidly that especially here in America, one calamity was hitting the nation after the other. And so the ships will come to these shores and every child that is outside the girdle of righteousness, which is the girdle that at first in their younger years, their parents prepared this girdle of righteousness. When baby Samuel was young and he was given over to the temple to serve with Eli, his mother prepared him a tiny little girdle, knowing that he was going to be a priest and prophet before the Lord. And so as little as Samuel was toddling along behind Eli and learning how to obey and respect the temple where he would be spending much of his life, he wore a little girdle. And so your child is not above, no matter how young they are, even newborns, children are not above being given a girdle of righteousness by their parents. It is your responsibility to pray for your children. It is your responsibility as soon as your children begin to mutter and murmur their speech to teach them the names of Yahweh, to teach them the names of Jesus. It is your responsibility to bring your children up in the Lord so that when they are old, they will not depart from it. Because of the evil of the world, many people's children have departed from the Lord. In fact, they have fled the Lord. They have cast him off and they, some of them have even cursed him when they have gone out into the world like the prodigal son and life begins giving them one, two combinations that make them angry. And then they say, if there was a God, I wouldn't be going through this. Where's the God who let my mother die of cancer? And where's the God who let my sister be raped on the street corner? Understand that the sin in this world is beget by man. It is not beget of God. God has never sinned against anyone. The reason that we live in a broken and a painful world, look in the mirror. It is you, it is I, it is even sicker people out there doing things that most of us cannot countenance on a normal sunny day like this one. But the reason this world hurts is not Jesus' fault. He created it perfect. And the first person who ruined it was people. It continues in its ruined state because of us. So God is not the author of man's pain. Man authors man's pain, self to self or against one another. So as parents, we must gird our children up 
with girdles of righteousness, for that is the only mantle that will save souls. Otherwise, when the times of judgment comes, young and old, many people will find their children separated from parents. According to age, I have shared this in many videos, that I saw that the captors came and they separated children and put them in relevant age groups. They separated women according to old women, young women, very young women, men according to old men, young men, very young men, and they were completely separated and families never saw each other again, exactly how it was in the slavery of 400 and something years ago in the United States. And so the Lord said that America is a land of perversion, full of idolaters, people who worship the devil, child molesters, people who watch pornography, especially child pornography. He says, this is not only the wealthy that do this, so we should not labor under that misconception. The Lord says that even down to the school system, the teachers who are, who are in charge of our youth have a taste for young flesh. He said that nothing can be left with America because she will not keep it safe. This is the young, this is money, this is influence, this is anything. Nothing is safe with America. Everything that she touches is defiled. This is the land of adulterers, whoremongers, and corruptors. And so the scripture the Lord used was Isaiah 1, 9 to 10. Sodom and Gomorrah, a nation warned a warning to a nation that be, has become the home of apostasy, a nation fallen from grace to the deepest levels of abomination, a nation that claims to love and be friends with God while doing everything that he hates. To explain this passage, all I will say that if you are not familiar with the prophecy on the master's voice that is called blood to drink, please make sure that you familiar, familiarize yourself with that prophecy as soon as possible. That was one of the most horrific things I have ever been asked to see of the Lord. Most horrific I've ever been asked to experience for it was a very real experiential prophecy. If you do not know what goes on in this nation, human sacrifice, cannibalism, and other things like that, you need to make sure that you visit the master's voice and read the prophecy for yourself. And then afterwards you can watch the video. And so, um, here is a snippet from a message that I published three months ago, and that message is called God Said, and the Lord did instruct me to make a video for this, so I will be making it. The Lord said that he will reduce the population of America, and it will not be an accident. He will do it. He said that he will see to it. The Lord said that he will preside over the reduction of population in this nation, and he will allow the various methods of the devil to prosper and overflow here. I will make them very little celestial. They will dwindle and they will be very few. And when he said that, I saw these bobble-headed doll cutouts. Now, you know, uh, uh, you know, whenever they show perhaps voting results or they show um, the percentage of people who have a certain type of health care versus the percentage who doesn't, they use this little shapeless doll that just has a head, arms and legs with no features. So no eyes. It's just a, a little white doll or a blue doll or a red doll. And that's what they use to show population density. So I saw the nation of America flat with the cutout dolls on it. And then they began to pop out of existence. Pop, 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 pop. They began to pop out of existence until there were so few dolls left standing on the map that the distances were shown to me where an arrow came and showed the distance so far between one person and the next person. 
The Lord said that he will terrify the United States with terrorists because of her sin and her abominations. He said that this country has a harlot's ways. And we know that a harlot is not loyal because a harlot is a woman who sells her most precious treasures for money to the highest bidder. He says that America is an unfaithful nation that bruises the peace of the earth. I don't need to explain that. This is the home of warmongering and has been for decades. The peace of the earth is troubled because of what America does. Thus says the Lord, I will reduce them until they are like sticks in the wind. And I will finish them because strength is in numbers. Therefore, I will remove them until they are hardly able to fight any war or battle and win. And so... When the Lord allowed plagues or calamities or afflictions or invading armies to trouble Israel, whenever Israel was so adamant that it wanted to continue in sin and it wanted to keep worshiping the Baals and it would not listen to God, the Lord would send such harsh and population density reducing punishments that at one point prophet Ezekiel cried out, Lord, Will you not allow any of the house of Judah to live? Will there be no one in the city of Jerusalem? And so if you believe that prophecy is only loving, it has to be loving and it has to speak of things that make the spirit smile, you're wrong. All the prophetic books that sit right in the middle of a Bible you say that you own at home speak a very different story from the expectation that today's modern church has been taught there has been a shameful abrogation of responsibility in the modern church in that the people of God are not properly taught. They are simply told to expect God to work as a BFF, a little a little uh, fun factor guy that will quickly see after their needs and all he is is love, 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 love. But the punishment of America has been set and it has been set by an extremely loving God who loves his people so much that he will no longer tolerate a cesspool of sin sitting directly in the core of the earth. And so I am here proclaiming these things as an official remembrance before the Lord for a proclamation must be made of prophecy before the Lord will act on it. No one can be expected to serve a prison sentence if he doesn't know what he's guilty for, if he's not afforded a fair trial before his judgment is passed and his sentence is now brought forth for execution. I have shared in a prophecy, I cannot remember the name of it, that I saw the Lord Jesus in glistening white garments and it was in a courtroom, a very expensive dark wood paneled courtroom and America was seated at the defendant's table. And as soon as the Lord Jesus stood up to plead, he had only a single sheet of paper and on it was written America's crimes. As soon as he stood up to plead his case against her, America fainted. The woman, the blonde woman that was sitting at the defendant's table, she fainted. And the Lord made me to understand that the reason she fainted is because she knew before Jesus spoke that she was absolutely guilty of everything that he was going to say. She had no excuse. She had no defense. And so before the Lord of all flesh could even utter a word to bring America's crimes before the bench of the Lord God, America fainted and fell to the floor. She had no lawyer in that vision. And so here is the word that caused me to pause my work for the Lord did come to me and give me this word. It is Isaiah 1, 9 and 10. Unless the Lord of hosts had left to us a very small remnant, we would have become like Sodom. We would have been made like Gomorrah. 
Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. Give ear to the law of our God, you people of Gomorrah. A very small remnant. It means that a very small population is clean, holy, pleasing, and truly are the Lord's people. Let those who have ears to hear, hear. Thank you for tuning in to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial. I will bring the second part of this prophetic word shortly and then continue with the others that I have to make. God bless you and until I see you again, goodbye.